Hello there. Welcome to this episode of Four Scos Conversations. This is your host, Anthony King, and this week I'm going to take a deep dive look into the Andor trailer. Before we get started, I'm inviting you to join the conversation with us. You can be found on Twitter at Pod. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok just by searching Force Ghost Conversations. We look forward to connecting with you on those platforms. And also, please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast on your listening site of choice. And without further ado, it is time to gather around the campfire for some Force Ghost Conversations. Welcome back to Forest Ghost Conversations, everyone. And I am so excited to talk about the Andor trailer. Now that Obi-Wan Kenobi is uh, has, has come out and it's behind us at this point, we are full steam ahead into the ramp up for Andor. And I'm very excited for this series. Cassian Andor is, I would argue, one of my favorite Star Wars characters. And that's not a joke. I was enthralled by the character during Rogue One, and I'm so excited that we're going to get, I think, 24 more episodes with him, and we're going to learn so much more about his backstory, the character itself, everything that leads up to the climactic moments of Rogue One, a Star Wars story. But before we get into the trailer, let's talk about some news for from the Star Wars Galaxy this past week in our Cloud City Gossip segment. I don't know. Let's let's put some music in there. Let's have a good time with this. So first off, congrats are to be sent all around. Emmy nominations came out this past week, and boy, did Star Wars get recognized. The Book of Boba Fett received nominations in Outstanding Visual Effects in a Season or Movie, Outstanding Sound Editing for a Comedy or Drama Series at One Hour, Outstanding Fantasy slash Sci-Fi Costumes, and Outstanding Stunt Coordination for a Drama Series, Limited, or Anthology Series, or Movie. In addition, the acclaimed show Star Wars Visions was also nominated for Outstanding Short Form Animated Program. Now, congrats to all those involved, and best of luck as awards season nears, I believe, the Emmys, will be uh, taking place this coming September. So be on the lookout for that. I hope I hope that some of these uh, nominations turn out to be victories because, frankly, both these series are excellent and deserve all the praise and, uh, and accolades. So then finally, for those uh, book lovers at home, the new book, Star Wars, Be More Obi-Wan, Navigate Your World with Wit and Wisdom by Kelly Knox was released this past week. The book is packed with inspiration from the galaxy's most cool and composed Jedi Master. You you know him, Obi-Wan Kenobi. So be sure to check it out wherever you get your books. And uh, with that, ladies and gentlemen, that is everything in the world of Star Wars for this past week. So on the other side of this break, we will be back with our main topic for today, a deep dive look at that brand new Andor trailer. All right, everyone, it's time for the meat and potatoes of our episode. Let's talk all about this Andor trailer. Now, I, I before the break, I did say that it's a new trailer. Now, don't don't get misled here. This is 
kind of new, kind of not new, right? It, this is the trailer, the teaser trailer that debuted at Star Wars Celebration in Anaheim back in May. So at the time of this recording, it is July. And frankly, I'm anticipating that another Andor trailer will be coming out very soon here as uh, the show really ramps up its marketing and gets ready for what is to come. So I wanted to make sure that we got this episode out in time before something new came over it and, and you know, topped itself and uh, it would have made this episode really not necessary. So I and, and it deserves the time and attention, frankly. It's a really great trailer. If we can go back to May with Star Wars Celebration, where uh, the Lucasfilm showcase panel where this was debuted, I was very fortunate to have won the lottery and was in the, the celebration stage floor for when this came to pass and getting to see the trailer live debuted with a huge audience of Star Wars fans around me. And to hear it in that sound system in that arena was was a true, true wonderful moment in, in my life and as a Star Wars fan. So frankly, I have to give credit to where credit is due here. This trailer is awesome. And I'm so excited to, again, like I mentioned, get to more time with this world with Cassian Andor. And August, at the end of August, is is literally just barely over a month away. This series is going to be here before we know it. Similar to Obi-Wan, right? It was here, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to last. It's 12 episodes this first season. That second season is going to be another 12 episodes. And then it's gonna and it's gonna be gone. So you gotta enjoy the ride, enjoy the ramp up. And there's so so much cool stuff in this trailer alone that I'm excited to geek out with you all about. So if you haven't seen the trailer, now's a good time to watch it. Frankly, I'm going to watch it. I have some notes in general, but I'm also gonna do a live reaction. If this is your first time on a kind of like trailer discussion episode of force ghost conversations typically that's what i'll do i will watch the trailer i've got it queued up here on the the star wars youtube channel and i hope that you you know if you're able to pull it up on your phone or computer or another device and uh watch along with me here and uh kind of do this like live reaction in a way can I get some of those initial thoughts and opinions, the things that you know a fan would only geek out about in the moment as you're watching it? So get some of that live commentary, and then we'll tackle those notes, the things that I wrote down that that stood out to me as a as a part of this trailer, the things that I'm most looking forward to, the things that stood out to me. So that's kind of what we're gonna do in this episode here. And uh, again, pull up this trailer on Disney. The I get sure just, just search and or trailer on YouTube, frankly, and it'll pull it itself up in one way, shape, or form. Whether it be through the specific Star Wars YouTube page, which is what I've got. I'm sure there's probably some Disney or Disney Plus page. I'm sure there's many places where the trailer exists. But I've got it queued up. I hope you've got it set up at home as well. And let's start to watch this trailer. So I'm going to hit the play button in five, four, three, two, one, and hit and play. 
Oh boy, here's the this drummer that's like this uh, person that's calling uh, to this to this town or village, but something is coming. Whew. The Lucasfilm logo, of course. Look at these people. Look at these outfits. These outfits are really reminiscent of that like New Hope Rebels era aesthetic that this uh, clan or tribe is using. I wonder what that uh, science-looking building is for. This looks really like a gritty series, like definitely on the ground floor, which is what you would expect from something of a Cassian Andor series. More bell tolling. The Empire's out in full swing. There he is. That's Cassian. Hmm. Always good to see some Imperials get their comeuppance. Oh, some Death Troopers. Oh, Mon Mothma. Genevieve O'Reilly. Stellan Skarsgård is Luthen. Was that looks like some sort of imperial prison to me? Wow, the imperial senate! Come on now. Whew! Look at that. That's a speeder. Some solid action. Looks like a little bit of a escape, a heist. And that's what a reckoning sounds like. People are standing up. That's what a reckoning sounds like. It cuts to the Andor logo. Original series streaming August 31st. And it concludes with that Disney Plus logo. What a great trailer, ladies and gentlemen. This is just enough of a tease to really give you a sense of what this series is about. It's going to be very much a grounded, ground-level, boots-on-the-ground Star Wars series it's going to have those spy elements to it that you know very well from the tony gilroy of it all and that's who cassian basically is when you see him at the beginning of rogue one but we know we're going to go on a journey with this character this this first season is about five years or so before the events of rogue one so this first season all 12 episodes are going to be in this one year time span then what we've learned from the subsequent seasons is that, or the, not the subsequent seasons, but the next season, season two, will cover all four of the other years with about three episodes per year leading up to literally when we first see Cassian at the briefing room in, Ro maybe not at the briefing room, uh, maybe on the Ring of Kafreen. <laughs> I don't know exactly where we'll see him. Maybe he goes off to see yeah, I gotta see Tivik over here. Uh, I think that's what his name is. Uh, and well, <laughs> maybe that's where they leave it off. I don't know. That'd be pretty funny. I'm looking forward to see where that ends. Actually, uh, that'll be that'll be really neat. But we're gonna go on this character arc, and I think that Cassie's gonna be kind of this lone lone wolf, kind of fighting the Empire on his own, kind of similar to what. Kanan and team are doing in at the beginning of Star Wars Rebels, right? They're just not a part of any main cell of the Rebel Alliance. They're just kind of doing this Robin Hood thing of taking from the Empire and giving it to the poor people and helping out, doing their thing, kind of staying low, making sure they're not detected by the Empire in any way, shape, or form. Maybe that's what Cassian's doing. 
It's hard to say, but that's kind of the vibes I'm getting from this trailer to begin with. So I, don't be surprised if this character that you see at the beginning in this entire first season is not exactly who you expect it to be. And that's okay. We're allowed to go on a character arc with Cassie and Andor. We're also allowed to go on a character arc with the Rebellion too, which I think will be a larger conversation when this series does come out. They're going to be determining what is the Rebellion? What are we doing? People are starting to rise up as the trailer and can kind of concludes with a reckoning is coming. But what does that mean? How are we going to get there together? How do we better ourselves than what came before us? Interesting. I think to, to start, we really got to go back to the beginning of the trailer here. And it starts with this excellent image of this uh, time grappler as the ca closed captioning on the trailer calls it or calls this character. And he does this like incredible bell tolling as the action would be from the closed captioning as well. Now, of course, the metalhead in me only thinks of For Whom the Bell Tolls, uh, the excellent Metallica song off of the 1984 record Ride the Lightning, which if you have not listened to that, by all means, stop this podcast now. Go over to your, your iTunes, YouTube, Spotify, Tidal, whatever, and pull up the Ride the Lightning album and listen to that from cover to cover right now. You will not regret it. It's one of the best heavy metal albums out there. But that's a discussion for another time. So <laughs> that's immediately where my mind started grappling with, if you will. I will say that the image and sound from this uh, beating of this, this bell in a way really stands out from the trailer itself. It's, it really is a consistent thing throughout, just this constant pounding and, and banging. Um, it serves, frankly, as a warning call to the town or village that danger is coming. And I would imagine that this means that, like, the the uh, the Empire is coming, whether that, whether that means, uh, like, some like some death trooper squad or something like that is coming through. Who knows? Who knows? We're gonna we're definitely going to see it in the show. It's, I doubt that this would be just a image that is just for the gag of the trailer itself. Uh, overall, I think it's a really cool, cool image, cool design. And I wondered if the bell itself was made out of Beskar or something. Maybe. It seemed like that may be the case, but probably not. Maybe that's only a Mandalore. They're the, the keeping it on Mandalore or something like that. Maybe this guy stole it. I don't know. Maybe it is. I like to, I like to think so. But the rest of the trailer is really much a tease where there's just quick glimpses, maybe two seconds at most on on a, an image or a character. So I just wanted to point out some of the big ones that, that stood out to me over the course of the quick minute and uh, I think 54 seconds of the trailer itself. There's a look at that droid that was recently revealed in a toy this past week. Uh, the droid is called B2... Emo? Maybe it's B2 EMO. We'll have to find out when the trailer when the uh the series actually comes out, of course. May I I'm personally hoping it's B2 Emo. <laughs> That'd be pretty funny. Uh growing up as a millennial for sure. I, I am very very well know aware of the uh, the brand of emo music that exists in the world. 
But based off of like what I can surmise and speculate from the toy reveal itself, is that this droid may be a sidekick to Cassian in some way, shape, or form. Now, perhaps, now bear with me here, we know that K2SO is not in the first season. Alan Tudyk's K2SO, the beloved droid from Rogue One, a Star Wars story, is not is not in this first season. We'll, we'll be yet to tell for you know the later seasons. We're pretty sure that's going to be the case. He did come out at D23 a couple of years ago to announce the series and said that he would be returning. But perhaps this droid is a precursor to K2SO. Interesting. I, I'm kind of leaning towards that myself if I'm speculating responsibly on all this right now. Within the trailer after that, though, we get a lot of looks at the Empire, whether it be stormtroopers, officers, this like scientific facility, officers eating, officers sitting at a round table, looking very high and mighty. And frankly, I love the look of the Empire in this trailer. They're looking strong, triumphant, but they're also getting complacent from what I can tell. And this is really what allows the Rebel Alliance to A, band together, becomes B, become very powerful, and C, find the weaknesses in their system and bureaucracy in order to take them down. He says, Cassian himself in the trailer says, they are so proud of themselves, so fat and satisfied. And it's kind of interesting when they say so fat and satisfied that it's a couple uh, officers drinking out of a cup, you know, looking like they haven't missed a meal ever. That's usually what happens. People stand up when they see a lot of people, or not a lot of people, but a few really benefiting while the rest of the galaxy is forced to suffer. We're seeing a lot of the 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 downsides of the Empire in recent Star Wars storytelling. Bear with me, if you will. This is an era, this 19 years between the events of Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope, Rogue One and New Hope, because they basically you know take place concurrently in a well, if you know well. Um this is I, this is an era that is frankly it's my favorite you know this of era of Star Wars, but it it's just always stood out to me that in when uh, in A New Hope when Obi Wan's explaining to Luke about the Force and he's doing that exposition in his hut what have you, he calls this era the dark times, right? The reign of the Empire, the dark times, and frankly to me it's the fascinating thing of when it's most dark. What do people do? Who are the heroes behind the scenes not afraid to stand up for something even when they know there's not really there may not be a chance for them to succeed in their overall goal, mission or strategy. We're going to see the people fighting first for themselves, for their families, for their communities. And then banding together. We're going to see, frankly, Star Wars Rebels does a fantastic job of showing this 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 hierarchy and, and, and growth overall for the Rebellion. But we're going to see that in a live-action sense on the ground level as well from another point of view. We saw it from this 
family that slowly kept growing and, and hardening their relationships with each other on the ghost crew. But Cassian is always, up until the events of Rogue One, seemed to be kind of a loner to me. Kind of this Han Solo-esque, I, I go by the seat of my pants, I'm doing things for the Rebellion that need to be done. And we're slowly going to see the pieces of the Rebellion, that puzzle, come together to eventually see what we see on Yavin 4 at Rogue One. So, in addition, we're also going to see images of Coruscant. Maybe even the underground. And this is frankly confirmed when we see Genevieve O'Reilly back as Mon Mothma, which is excellent. She came out at Star Wars Celebration and talked about her character and how awesome it's to be, how awesome it is to be back again in the role, which is amazing, frankly. How cool is it that this actress was cast for the role of Mon Mothma in a deleted scene from Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith? She's now reprised her role a few times, first in Star Wars, uh, or Rogue One, a Star Wars story, and then in a couple episodes of Star Wars Rebels. Again, the connections of this era are coming together. This will be a great plug. If you haven't watched Star Wars Rebels, go do so now. Again, what what are you, what are you holding back on? It's, it's not just an animated show for kids. This is a very pivotal story for the Star Wars galaxy, particularly as we get closer to something like Ahsoka and or... Come on now. Get on board. Watch, watch the animated stuff. They are wonderful stories of Star Wars storytelling. I'm just excited to see Coruscant again, frankly. What does the Empire Coruscant look like? We haven't really seen it too much since Star Wars Episode 3, Revenge of the Sith. We got a little bit of a flashback in Rogue One to seeing like glimpses of it through the windows. And I know it's talked about in the book Catalyst, which is a prequel to Rogue One. But we're actually going to see it again. And to have Mon Mothma back in her role, Genevieve O'Reilly again portraying this character. It's just excellent. Mon Mothma, again, as a character, is more alive now than ever before. Even from just the little bits that we got in Return of the Jedi, this character has really created a cult-like following. People love this character. And frankly, Genevieve O'Reilly is, I don't know if you would say to blame, but she is responsible, I would say, for a lot of that passion. It just makes sense to have the character so active in this timeline And she has wonderful moments in Star Wars Rebels that have made me emotional. I have cried at those moments in Star Wars Rebels when she declares that we are a rebellion, basically. Go watch that episode. It's in season three of Star Wars Rebels. You will not regret it. We also get to see a image of Stellan Skarsgård, one of the high key actors in the series. He's playing a character called Luthen, which is from the closed captioning. So it's cool to see that. I know there's been some promotional images of him riding around with Cassian on like a speeder bike. That's cool. I'm excited to see what his character brings overall to the Star Wars galaxy. I think he's alluded that he'll be in a season in the second season as well. 
So I'm very excited to see that in general. There seem to be some signs of an Imperial prison based off of uh, some of those uh, orange suit characters. <laughs> That's pretty neat. Someone that I think is a part of the Empire might be hunting down Cassian Andor as a hollow image of him. If I'm speculating responsibly here, we're going to see uh, this. This will probably be some of the one of the main antagonists. Maybe there's a connection in historically to to Cassian in some way, shape, or form. I'm going to leave the the, the door open on that one because I really got nothing at this point. There's you know limitless possibilities for what this person could be in the Star Wars galaxy. Probably part of the Empire at this point. That's that would be my guess. But other than that, I'm sure there's some side of some sort of connection in general. Probably the the like the thing that got me to geek out the most when we first saw this trailer was the brief glimpse that we got of the Imperial Senate. Now, formerly of the the Senate from uh, the prequel trilogy, episodes one, two, and three. Lovely seeing those like the the sphere shaped. I guess uh, hover things that uh, they uh, the 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 members of the Senate are in their pods when they speak or when they do important votes. I'm excited to see what the politics of this era look like again. That's where Mom Mothma is really going to come into play. I think the story will be hers too, in some regard, because she's going to be on this journey herself of determining at what point do I forego my status and realize that I can't do any good here in the Senate anymore. I, I can be much better off with the rebellion and leading them on the ground and using my status and influence down there. Now that's, that's a subplot that I'm very much excited to see overall in the course of the Cassian Andor series. So the fact that we get to see a little bit of the Imperial Senate makes me excited for, you know, some potential cameos and, and uh, just to better understand what the dark times are like. Finally, we have this character that, uh, I apologize, I don't know the actress's name offhand, but it's a character that, according to the closed captioning, is called Marva, M-A-A-R-V-A, and she has this last line that really brings it all together. She says, people are standing up amidst all these like action sequences that are taking place. Explosions are happening left and right. It looks like Cassian's trying to steal a TIE fighter, a speeder bike, a, a speeder's exploding. All this great action sequences are taking place around it while she's making this line. And then it concludes with this uh, look at her where she says, that's what a reckoning sounds like. People are standing up. That's what a reckoning sounds like. Now, I wanted to give you all the deep analysis here when it comes to this line. They want to just put it together in this trailer for no reason. So I used my trusty internet searching here and pulled up what the exact definition in this circumstance for reckoning entails. And that would be the avenging or punishing of past mistakes or misdeeds. Now to me, when she says reckoning, that's avenging 
the past mistakes and misdeeds that the empire has done to people. People are tired of being oppressed. At this point in the timeline, it's been 15 years, give or take, since the empire has taken over. And as we know from the Bad Batch, it wasn't very quickly after Order 66 and the Empire started that, you know, it didn't, or I should say it didn't take them too long for them to really tighten their grip. Admiral Rampart was out there from the beginning tightening the noose around the, the, the around the Empire. And people eventually, when they're oppressed, they will band together and rise up. We've seen it historically across time. Across cultures, this is a commonality. This is something that will put people who are typically enemies and and give them a reason for the common ground in order to band together and fight for a better tomorrow. And this is where we're going to start to see people in, in greater numbers standing up for themselves, fighting back, right? I think of that line from Solo a lot when I... Uh, when I hear this, people are standing up. That's what a reckoning sounds like sign. Or that's what it sounds like. Uh, line. That's the word. <laughs> I think of the line from Solo as well, where Han basically says, I hit some, when someone hits me, I hit them back. He's not, people get fed up when they're pushed into the gutters like this. And especially when they see people acting high and muddy above them, acting like they're so disconnected from everything that's happening around them that there's just <laughs> there's just no empathy whatsoever. That's that's a true a true act of evil and heinous is when you can't even have a feeling or empathy for the people underneath you or around you, surrounding you. When you lose that, you lose your humanity. So that's where we're going, or at least where we're starting with when we get to Andor. We're going to see the formation of the Rebellion. We're going to see Cassian Andor become that spy, that, that leader in the Rebellion that we see in Rogue One, a Star Wars story. We're going to see all that. We're going to go on this incredible journey, and I'm very excited for it. I cannot wait for this series. And we're going to be here each and every week discussing all the episodes. We're going to probably do an Andor lead-up episode i i imagine there's going to be another trailer at some point in time about this series it would make sense marketing's going to ramp up it's probably going to be some articles coming out more promotional images you name it we're going to talk about it here on force Ghost conversations what did you think of the andor trailer are you excited for it, this series what do you think about Diego Luna coming back? What do you think about Mon Mothma being in the series? How do you feel about the new characters that we've seen thus far? Marva, uh, Luthen, the Time Grappler, maybe. <laughs> Let's talk about it. Hit us up on our social media channels. Force Ghost Pod on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok. Just search Force Ghost Conversations. We'll be there. I would love to continue the conversation with you all and to, to continue to grow the seats around the proverbial campfire that is Force Ghost Conversations. But with that, everyone, that is all of my ramblings, rantings, you name it, for the Andor trailer. Very excited for it all. Looking forward to 
August 31st when the show starts streaming only on Disney Plus. So if you haven't gotten Disney Plus yet, what are you doing? Pay the seven bucks a month, bundle it with Hulu and ESPN Plus. It's worth it because there's a lot of Star Wars coming down the pipeline. I've got this huge wall in front. Like I got like a, a whiteboard in front of me with all the, the episodes I want to do for this podcast in the next couple of months here. And it's very exciting. So there's a, there's a lot to get going and get hyped about as we as we uh, are on the other side of 2022 now. But with that, everybody, I hope that you have a wonderful week. We'll be back next time next week with a brand new episode about something in the Star Wars galaxy. And I hope that you all have a wonderful week. May the force be with you. Take care. Bye. Thank you.